1: I remember when my sister was potty training one of her sons and it was taking a lot longer than she had hoped for. And you were like, he's not going to be in diapers when he's 12. Like, it will be over soon. So (laughs) whether your child is, you know, starting when they're just barely turning two or even when they're five, like it can be a positive experience when you use these tips and methods.
2: Welcome to the Child Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co host, Ann Tuttle Brown. A common post in the Child Whisper Facebook group is I'm potty training my child and it's going backwards. We were doing so well. And I know that's really frustrating for a parent because you're like, We're done.
1: Or you're like, my child's three, four, maybe even almost five. (laughs) And and we're still dealing with this. Yeah,
2: Yeah, bed, wetting at night, accidents during the day. So I think the first consideration is what time frame did you set yourself up in that this had to happen by? Mm
1: -hmm. And actually, reading through a lot of those um, posts and the comments, so many parents were like, I finally just had to let go. Yeah. And I think that you like you have to let the child take the lead to show you when they're ready right. and then how long it's going to take. I had two very different experiences with my type 2 son and my type 3 daughter and it's been fun to read the stories shared in the child whisper group and like it always goes back to type. It's pretty true. This experience mm-hmm. will express very true to type. So we're going to share some of the tendencies for each type when it comes to potty training and some really great tips to make it a more enjoyable experience for both you as the parent and the child so mm-hmm. type one is a fun loving child so fun loving let's make it a light fun experience they're also random light-hearted playful it's going to be a more connect disconnect experience there will you might look and be like we've reached it we've done it you're potty trained and then the next day there's accidents, and so it's going to be more random, and just allow a little bit more time for that to be the experience.
2: In the Child Whisperer book, I theme all of these different developmental and behavioral experiences. So the potty training experience for the type one child is titled "Occasional Accidents." <laughs> <laughs> you need to recognize that's going to most likely be the experience, so don't get frustrated work with them rather than necessarily trying to prevent them.
1: A way that you can work with them is turning potty training into a game. And I think the number one goal for a parent is like just getting your child on the toilet to like realize that this, these are patterns that need to happen. It's going to happen mm-hmm. every day, multiple times a day. And so how can you make that experience more fun to go into the bathroom? Do you get a toilet seat? cover sticker with a unicorn on it or, you know, put some fancy like bathroom spray that they can spray after. Or I even heard someone like put some Cheerios in the toilet and see if they can like spray on (laughs) on them or get some food coloring and throw it in the water. Like there are so many simple ways to just kind of make it fun (laughs) and light and maybe a little bit crazy. And I think sometimes as a parent, you're like, oh, do I have to really make everything into a game? Like just do it because we just need to get done. But Every time I go into like playful mode, I get better results with my kids and they're not even type one. So this will definitely work with type ones. And so keeping it light and also getting really excited when they're doing it. A lot of times in potty training, there are sticker rewards or candy rewards, you know, and I think just the excitement alone can do a lot for a type Mm one. Clap your hands, call a friend, um, do a dance, have a dance, a potty song. Make it a, an exciting experience. Get for Get the them. potty
2: seat that's painted like a unicorn. Mm-hmm. The minute you make it serious, they're going to pull away, and they're actually going to have more accidents. They feel that heaviness, and they're stressed by that. And then they'll. So when an accident occurs, it's best to just meet it with "That's
1: okay." Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can what even can a, we learn yeah, from this? Yeah, ask some questions uh-huh. and let them share what happened and what can we do better next time. Learn from it. Yeah. What were the scenarios? I found that
2: type 1 children aren't as motivated by feeling, like especially with the potty training experience, this is a developmental experience. It's not like you're right or wrong. It's part of learning how your body functions and working with it, creating new neural pathways. So enforcing punishment for accidents is a very heavy, serious experience that's going to make it even more challenging in my opinion.
1: I think that's a good point that that punishment for the accidents you got to tread lightly with that one. Yeah, they're like, why did you do that? Like your your body's the child's body is growing and learning how to you know. Mm -hmm.
2: Think of um, put remind. This is a good reminder. We have a wake surfing boat, or water skiing, or something that takes a lot of repetition to learn. It would be similar to putting you as the adult in the water and I'm going to be in the boat and say why do you keep falling (laughs) why don't you just get up you know it's not that hard I can do it why can't you because I've done it longer so you just have to remember they're learning new patterns their brain is getting new synapses and it needs to have a patient approach
1: And I think you can still be firm and move, keep moving forward as a parent. Like if your child has shown the signals, like they're ready and they're showing progress. We had someone share in the child whisper group um, that day one was going great, but then day two, she had two accidents and she ended in tears and is begging for her diaper to be back on. So as a parent, like, okay, where are you at with that? Is that like, did we jump in too soon? Or like, do you, are you feeling good about it? light about it no I, she just needs more encouragement more direction and that's kind of the balance you have to weigh. Mm-hmm. is this moving forward so it just comes down to like they get distracted and so making it a fun experience that they can readily engage in and look forward to I think will make it go by uh, faster
2: for the type two child it's referenced as a methodical experience in The Child Whisper book.
1: I definitely relate to that experience with my type 2 son. It was a much longer, elongated experience than with my type 3 daughter. And about two and a half, I bought like a little potty and just kind of introduced it to him. I started talking to him a lot about it. I had to hold myself back from being like, come on, let's just do it. I'd give a lot of like hints. I'd bring it into a lot of conversations. And even like he would... They're like those wipes are cold when he was wearing diapers and I'm like when you use the potty you can use warm toilet paper because he identified with cold like that was uncomfortable for him and so trying to like relate like oh this could mm-hmm. be a comfortable experience we went out and bought underwear before he ever really was ready to wear it and kind of just was sticking around there we I try and have him go you know a few times a week on the potty and so I was like, come on, let's make this happen. Like we've been at this six, seven, eight months now. And then one day, like he was, like I said, it was maybe a couple times a week he was but doing you are it. you weren't
2: conveying that to him, were you? The uh, no, I had, yeah,
1: no, I, in my mind, I was like, okay, like I would definitely talk about him a lot. We would get books from the library. We would watch TV shows about it. We would talk about it. Would he ever bring it up or ask to use the toilet? Yeah, and he was really excited right off the bat because it was something that, like, he's a big boy now, you know? And, so, yeah. and then I think he was like, wait, I have to do this, like, five times a day? Go sit on the toilet. <laughs> like, I thought it was just, like, a one-time thing, okay. <laughs> and so it was creating the habits and, like, mm-hmm. him just being like, oh, it's just easier to go in my diaper. And so one day, though, it was just, like, it opened up because he was really liking gum, and we had bought some at the uh, grocery store. His Nana gives him gum. And so I just took that as an opportunity. He kept asking for gum and I was like, oh, I could use this. And so I said, you can have gum when you go on the potty and uh-huh. you use the potty. So it became the potty treat. And that just really clicked with him. That was enough motivation that he needed. And then we had him still in diapers, like taking the diaper off going potty. And I encouraged him to put on his put on underwear. And he was like, no, I don't like the way it feels on me. And that was interesting to me because as a type two, he would definitely, it's something different. You know, he would he never liked putting the underwear on. So I said, if you just wear it for 10 minutes, then I'll give you a potty treat. Just to give him some time to get used to it, and that's all it took. And he was like, "Oh, he liked it. He got used to it. Got more familiar." The different yeah. was uncomfortable. Yeah. So it was funny because after and then he did really well. He had a few accidents, but he was definitely more clued in. And I had to just keep. I think every hour, I just had him go sit on the toilet, and every time before we left somewhere, every time before naps, and so me just being consistent with the the timing mm-hmm. of it. And then my husband, after he was doing really well, was like, wow, that was a breeze. I feel like he potty trained in like three days. I'm I like, I have been that. at this for like <laughs> 10 months now. He was all
2: proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sam, just potty trained like <laughs> overnight. And I'm like.
1: <laughs> I guess that's a good sign for me that I really did just kind of like bring it. You know, I was yeah. in my mind. I was like, come on. But I was always reminded to just like let it happen. Let him take the lead. Mm-hmm. So, um, And he has he had
2: any accidents since?
1: In the beginning he has but not no not for like the last 3 months he's been doing really well so
2: and then he wears a diaper at night still
1: a pull-ups but he does really yeah. well um yeah. not going and he doesn't wake up to go to the bathroom either and he always he, my type 3 daughter graduated to the um adult potty Pretty quickly, um, my son still likes a small potty, and that's actually one of the tips on the com a cheat sheet for potty training. It says, "Don't make these kids climb up on the toilet unless they want to. Get a child-sized potty seat." And he always prefers to use his small potty. It's more comfortable. I think mm-hmm. it's his. He yeah. feels, you know, more familiar. Well, it's with less
2: it. risky. Mm-hmm. They're not going to make a mistake. You know, they're very aware of those details. I, in the book it says, if potty training your type 2 child feels like it's taking too long, this is an indication that something in the experience is not comfortable for your child, which you're able to identify several things along the way. And then make a plan with them so that like you the plan of we're going to go by the underwear and planning for the time when you potty train, that methodical taking it longer, that doesn't mean you do it all in like three days. We're getting the underwear. Now you've got the potty seat. Okay, now here you're doing this. You're warming them up to it because the more familiar a type 2 child is with a new experience, the more comfortable and eager they are to pursue it.
1: We have a great testimonial that goes right along with that. A mom in the Child Whisper group shared, my daughter would not be potty trained today if it weren't for the information in the Child Whisper book. I had tried potty training her three previous times to no avail. This last time, finally bought her soft toilet paper. She's a type two. A nice smelling soap to wash her hands with. And most of all, I went with her into the bathroom every time she needed to go so I could give her assurance and be with her. That's a big one that we have Yeah, the reassurance. Yet. I made sure to leave my cell phone behind and be with her 100%. That's great. Give her that was, mom. Yeah, and she says it was actually Kudos. a very special experience and amazing to see how much she trusted me and how important it was to her that I was there for that. I didn't need any of that as a child, and neither did my previous two children. So it was amazing to recognize what she needed and to be there for her in those moments. That's a fun testimonial to read. That, Like these tips that we're sharing will springboard your own ideas and mm-hmm. will give you the, the success that you're seeking in potty training. Time to take a short break. Don't worry.
2: We'll be right back after this.
1: What's your mom uniform? Yoga pants? Jeans and a t-shirt? As a mom, you're busy and wardrobe isn't high on the priority list. But do you ever get tired of feeling blah about how you look? Carol Tuttle's Dressing Your Truth program helps you create a personal style that works for you, for your budget, for your family, and for your life. You can look more pulled together in less time. All you need is a little know-how, and Carol can show you. Just sign up for a free account at dressingyourtruth.com. Okay, so let's move to the opposite end of the spectrum, the type 3. They're the more determined child. They move swiftly. My type 3 daughter potty trained at 26 months, and she – I remember her standing in her diaper and was so frustrated, and she yanked it off and said, I don't like this. And I thought, maybe you're ready to potty train. And it felt a little bit earlier to me than I was preparing, like ready for, but that's my experience with her. <laughs> she, oh, <no. laughs> she takes charge, you know. And so I had talked to a, a friend who had suggested the three-day potty method. And so I stayed at home for three days. We got, like, five different little little child potties from Ikea, put them all over the house, had her just run around naked and just went for it. We watched potty shows. We read books. We made up a song. We had big celebrations every time she went. We made it a really big deal. And she potty trained and, like, literally had, like, two accidents. So that's, like – the one end of the spectrum of, like, go big, get it done fast. There's the other end where I think it can be the type 3 is, you know, holding their own. They don't want to do it. They don't want to go to the potty again because they're busy doing something else. They're just avoiding that altogether.
2: In the Child whisper book, I identify the type 3 child's potty training experience as erratic success because they're busy and it's sort of like, ah bother i mean i still deal with this <laughs> like oh God, I gotta take time to go to the bathroom and they're going to be real like kind of on and off with it for a little bit kind of go big or nothing and then so focus on the results quality of the experience so that they're acknowledged for the results of the successes they have and then just be willing to be direct with them and not ask them if they need to go to the potty It'll work better with the type three child if you say, It's time to go to the potty, let's go. And yeah, you just enjoy. like make it happen so that they, they'll they actually establish that own conversation with themselves. It's time to go to the potty, let's go. I mean, I just so need to tell myself a that. In their minds yeah, minds should really I go potty? I'm or or like, right? <laughs> it's Time to go to the bathroom, let's <laughs> time to go. go potty,
1: Carol. Um, <laughs> yeah, the communicating directly what you expect, what they need to do, and then just being really clear with them and like helping them move forward focusing less on accidents and use a lot of you did it and that's what I did with my daughter I loved like mm-hmm. I didn't want to have like a jelly bean every time she went so I try I and I definitely use the gum method with my type two mm-hmm. at the right moment but with Katie I thought let's go down the road of just like big celebration. We FaceTimed three people every time she went and ran around the house and just made a really big deal that she was doing something big. Rewards is a big thing too for type Three, So whatever you want to implement there, whether it's sticker chart and they get a reward at the end or they have something and you can use that to bribe them or encourage them, I think is a really great place to start. And just acknowledge that they have like this quick get it done nature, and potty can be fast. Let's get in, let's get out, let's get it done, and good for mm-hmm. you, you did it.
2: Let's move to the type four child, the more serious child in the Child Whisper book. Identify the potty training experience as matter of fact, which is just being very reasonable with them and saying, this is what we do now. <laughs> this is how our bodies function. This is the This is the toilet. Here's the toilet paper. You know, so that they're very aware of the process and that they understand from that point of reason that this is the next step in just my experience as a child. And to have them ask questions if they have any, to say share their own opinion, how they feel about it. I'd even ask them, you know, how do you feel about this? Are you ready for this? You know, you want to start this now? They don't like messes, so that's one of the advantages. So when they start to notice a messy diaper, they are not comfortable with it. They don't like being feeling the mess.
1: Mm-hmm. They might so even all- be coming to you at a young age asking you to change their diaper right away. And you mm-hmm. might even point out like you know, if you go in the toilet, we can flush it all away. Like kind of like I did with my type 2 son was like, "Where's the opportunity to talk about this connection to the toilet?" And with a type four, Mm -hmm. just like painting that picture really early and showing them like that next step is coming and this is how it will look for you, being really clear from the beginning. I think like so from day one, they know Mm -hmm. the bigger picture. Someday I will be using the toilet and it doesn't have to happen today, but it will be happening. We have a story from the mother of a type four child that said it was until age four that her son was finally totally potty trained. He'd pee in the toilet, but never poop tears and stress unless he had a diaper and she said i had to completely just let it go and stay neutral and gently encouraged but never pushed and you shared a, a thought before we started recording that it, because type 4s don't like a mess that they get nervous all, about going Yeah, it's a little intimidating
2: poop in to poop in the toilet when they're feeling responsible for the mess it's a little overwhelming so they'll avoid it Another consideration that's very, very important in this experience is to keep their experience private. Don't praise them at the dinner table in front of everybody. (laughs) Don't let them hear you talking about how they are successful or not quite so successful in potty training with other parents or other mothers. That's, That's just humiliating to them. Even at this young age, they feel like it's a very private matter. Uh, And they want to keep it private. So just make sure that those conversations are not um, entered into.
1: Yeah, be respectful about their experience. So the same mom went on to share that when her son turned four, she simply told him that four-year-olds don't wear diapers. And for some reason, the age thing was concrete for him, and it clicked. And I think that goes to what you had said before, just Mm -hmm. being really matter-of-fact about it and using Mm -hmm. that to her advantage. Like in the world of potty training, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) four-year-olds move to this next phase. And he was like, okay. And she said on the plus side, I never, never, never had to clean up pee or poop. It was 100% transition since he was so much older. I remember when my sister was potty training one of her sons and it was taking a lot longer than she had hoped for. And you were like, he's not going to be in diapers when he's 12. Like it will be over soon. So whether <laughs> your child is, you know, starting when they're just barely turning two or even when they're five, like it can be a positive experience when you use these tips and methods.
2: The thing that you're challenged by in the time in which you live, because when I think back, do I have any really vivid recollections of the four of you potty training? And I think, no, it's just something you went through and did. It wasn't like it needed to look a certain way or it, nothing stands out to say, yeah, that was overwhelming. is I didn't have social media to compare, mm-hmm. and, or
1: even just the, yeah, internet. There's so many articles and books and blogs right. about like what it should look like or the timeline of it. It, all. it
2: was, in a lot of ways, that made it a little easier in your in these different transitions because you just kind of didn't you didn't have expectations because mm-hmm. you weren't learning. Things that would have set you up with different expectations. You are more readily able to accept what you experienced because it wasn't being held against an expectation. And that's where you get frustrated. You're only frustrated in the potty training experience with your child if they're giving you an experience that's different than what you are expecting and you want something else. And now you're frustrated. So you just have to keep changing your expectations. That's your role as a parent is just to go, you know what, Yeah. Uh, this will happen and it's not playing out like I expected or like I wanted. So I need to change that and support my child so they don't feel my stress and my anxiety and frustration, because that's just going to make it worse.
1: Yeah, definitely. Your parenting practice this week, if you're in the potty training phase, is to take a look at how you're approaching it and use these tips and techniques so you can have more success. Thanks
2: for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisperer.com, where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper
1: podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com.